This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earn In today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode 668. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 668. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I'm excited to dig in today. I will tell you, I'm having one of those roller coaster days where like every 10 minutes I shift from like, I'm going to own the day to like, oh my God, the world's falling apart. (laughs) And I know, I know that so many of you are right there with me. And so I wanted to do this a little bit as a follow up to the episode I did two weeks ago on how to stay in activism and advocacy for the long haul. Because I think that sometimes when we are in activism and advocacy, and no matter how much you identify with those words, when you are in parenting and showing up as just advocates for your children, if nothing else, for the long haul, it is easy on any given day to feel tired and overwhelmed and exhausted, if not burnt out. And it can wear on you over time. And that can lead to us feeling really powerless. And sometimes we don't even recognize that we have felt powerless for a long time. And we feel like we don't have tools in front of us to start to step back into positioning ourselves in a place of power or poising ourselves to have power over our day or power over the outcomes in our lives. And that can lead us to hopelessness. And I don't want that to be 
what you are walking through right now. And if you're in that, because I know that a lot of people are in that, given where the world is, given where the pandemic has put us over the last couple of years, it's just been a really long haul. If you're in that, I want this to be a episode that you can walk away from feeling like, oh, I have some tools that I can use. And these are not hard things to access, but they can make a really big difference. I think that Sometimes when we are in a hard place or we've been in a hard place for a minute, and sometimes a minute is, you know, a number of months, if not a couple of years, we can feel like it's going to just be so hard to dig ourselves out. And often it can be really little things that can shift the trajectory of our day. And if we can start to loop together, shifting a few days in a row or string together, shifting a few days in a row then we start to feel the sense of momentum around working into a trajectory of having more power and having more opportunity and just feeling a sense of ownership over the course of our days and the decisions being made and how we show up in the world and how we can shivit and pift and be adaptable no matter what the world throws at us. And the world keeps throwing us really hard things. So I want to talk today about 10 ways to own your day in 10 minutes or less, because I know that no one has time. If if I say every day you need to do these 14 things to make your day fantastic, and those 14 things are going to take you 90 minutes, you're going to be like, yeah, bye. <laughs> so I want to give you things that you can do in just a few minutes. And my reason for this things being quick is that first of all, we're moms and so many of us are working moms and all moms work, don't get me wrong. But a lot of times we're trying to do things like this, like before we have to get out the door or before we have to get kids to childcare or before we have to like really sit down and give ourselves to someone else for like eight to 10 hours and really unplug from motherhood and our own identity as a woman. And so we're often looking for these like little tiny moments. Now, if you are working at home with your children and managing a household because it is absolutely work, a lot of times in your situation, and I've been there, I did not last there very long. It was so incredibly difficult for me. But oftentimes in that situation, for me at least, I wasn't necessarily trying to get everything together first thing in the morning as much as I was looking for little windows throughout the day when I could do something just for me. But those little windows were like real short. (laughs) So I was like, okay, what can I do in three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes? It wasn't like, oh, I have 90 minutes. On occasion when Vinny was napping, I could do things for longer amounts of time, but I'm going to be real, real. When Vinny was napping, I was not like, I'm going to work on myself now. No, I was like, I'm going to watch some Real Housewives. Like anytime I could. And so I did not want to use nap time as like do chores or work on myself or even do workouts, which, you know, I treasure my workouts. I was like, no, that is like where I lived for nap time so that I could also really decompress. And so I wasn't learning or wasn't using that as like a moment to like learn how to own my power. (laughs) That was not me. So no matter what your situation is in terms of working in the home, out of the home, whatever it might be, I know that whenever we're looking at how do we want to build power, step in our power, poise ourselves to have power in any given moment, we're looking at how can we do this in short amounts of time. So these things are little, but they're really important because the things I'm going to talk you through, the 10 things I'm going to talk you through today are going to allow you to listen inward which is something we all really struggle with because we're just so impacted by the constant influx of media, whether that's news media, social media, just anything around us. There's so many places that we are constantly taking in information from. It's really hard for us to listen inward. And I am really guilty of this where I find myself sometimes at the end of the day and I'm like, all I've done is take in other people's stuff and I haven't checked in with myself. And I, that is really, really exhausting for me. And so I have to really 
check myself and be like, hold on, like, have you listened inward at all today? These 10 things will also allow you to shut down distractions because it's going to be this short little window where you are going to focus on one little thing, where you're going to give yourself permission, sometimes maybe even force yourself a bit to be like, no, I'm shutting down everything else and doing just this one thing for this short amount of time and really being dedicated in that few minutes that you're giving to yourself, gifting to yourself maybe, to let it really just be about what you need to get out of that so that you can shift, pivot, or own your day in whatever capacity you want. So maybe it's from the get-go, maybe it's from first thing in the morning, or maybe you're like in your middle of the day and you're feeling like things are falling apart and you know you need to get it back together and you implement one of these things at one of those times and that can be really helpful as well. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explained. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners 
listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS. S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S. AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This will also let you gain clarity around what you choose to let in and focus on for the day. I know that there's times, it actually happened to me already today, where I think that I'm good and I'm like, no, I'm good. Like I got it under control. I know how I'm going to own the day. And then I go to do something and I get some sort of outside input and it just totally shifts everything in my energy for the day. And so I went to look something up. This is so innocent. This happens all the time to me though. So I'm I'm guessing it's going to be relatable. I went to go look something up in a social media platform and I had to go look it up really look some one thing up really quick to just like grab a point of reference for something. So in my mind I'm like just look up that thing really quick. Don't start scrolling, don't get sucked in and I see I have a message though from someone who I'd reached out to like a week ago to ask for some feedback on something. And so I'm like, oh, that person messaged me back. Cool. So of course I tap on it. And the feedback I had asked for was specific to a talk I had given to a group that this person had been in a while ago. And so I had said to her, I would love to know how, and this is someone who actually had participated like in the talk and I thought had really enjoyed it. So I was like, oh, this, I'm really excited to hear what she has to say. So I was like, let me know what you thought. And if you have any feedback or questions or whatever. And so she replies weeks later and she says, well, it wasn't really for me, but thanks anyway. (laughs) Like, meaning like my whole talk wasn't for her. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And I was so caught off guard and like immediately disappointed. And I thought, oh gosh, like I watched you engage and I thought that it was for you. Like I thought that it was resonating. And I immediately went into like, how was I so off on this that I like even thought in a follow-up conversation to ask her for like, oh, if you have any feedback, like, because in my mind, I'm like, she's one of the people who seemed to really enjoy it. And then she was like, oh, it wasn't really for me. And so I had to stop myself in that moment and be like, wait, 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 you only came here to look up something and now you are sitting in concern and questioning about this person's feedback that by the way you asked for, but that's not what you're here to do right now. And if you get stuck in this, it's gonna derail how you show up for the episode you're about to record. You can't afford to do that. And so I had to be like, okay, that's not what I'm letting in. And I had to do a little bit of a reset using some of my own tools to decide, am I letting this in right now? And also, if I'm going to let it in at all, how am I going to do that in a responsible way? So for me, like being able to look at something objectively to be like, cool, not everything that I say is going to land with everyone. And so some people are going to be like, yeah, like, wasn't really for me. And that can be a really neutral statement that doesn't have to be like, it was awful. But of course, if you're a perfectionist, and you love to please everyone, you internalize it as that someone saying that was awful, even though that's not at all what this person said. So These tactics are going to allow you to gain clarity around what you choose to let in and focus on for the day, because even when you think that you are being really on top of things and only letting in certain things or being really intentional around how you're going to focus for the day, other things sneak in and they sneak in in these little split second things where we go to do something, we go to look something up, we go to put our eyes on something and all of a sudden something happens and in a split second, our energy is shifted and we're like, oh, 
it's not that great of a day. Oh, I don't feel powerful anymore. Oh, I, oh, maybe my work isn't that great. And we can go down these spirals of self-doubt really, really quickly. So I want you to have these tools to be able to pull yourself out of that, to get back into that place of owning the day. So again, gaining that clarity around what you choose to let in and when you choose to let things in is going to be really helpful. And then the last reason or the last, um, thing that this is going to allow you to do by having these 10 little tools in your back pocket. These are going to remind you what is good in your life, what you are capable of, and what you have to look forward to. And when you know, and you can immediately identify what is good in your life, and you can identify what you are capable of, and you can identify what you have to look forward to, all of those things give you power. If you can identify that something is working for you right now, if you can identify that I'm strong and courageous, even though I might be tired sometimes, or I am really smart and I'm a great listener and I'm really thoughtful, or I am kind and I'm funny and I'm a great writer, or if you can identify something that you have to look forward to, those long, hard days are going to go a tiny bit faster if you're like, I just got to get through this long, hard day because I know that in a week or in a month or maybe in a few months, but I know that I'm working towards something. Hopefully it's not a few months out before you have anything to look forward to. But if you just know that you have something to look forward to, you have something on the calendar, ideally in a short time span from now, then you will feel a sense of power to continue to do what you need to do to get to that point. So with all that said, let's talk through 10 ways to own your day in 10 minutes or less. The first thing I want you to do, and some of these things I will say, if you don't have my 15 minute manifest, I'm going to let you, I'll tell you about that right now really quick. So my 15 minute manifest is a morning routine, which you could do any time of day, but it's like six to 15 minutes long. And it's a lot of the stuff that we're doing here. I'm giving you some more specific examples here, but there's definitely some overlap in terms of what I'm talking about today and what I talk about in my 15 minute manifest. So if you want a morning routine that really sets you up for the day, it's totally free. Go to shamelessmom.com slash 15 mm for 15 minute manifest. That's shamelessmom.com slash 15 15mm. And there'll be some, I'll be reinforcing some of these ideas there, but also giving you even more tools there. So you can go get that. It's totally free. Thousands of people have downloaded it. It's just a really great morning routine. However you decide to use it, if you decide to use it in the morning or in the evening, if you do the six minute version versus the 15 minute version, whatever works for you. So some of this stuff you'll see replicated there or um, touched on in different ways there. But the one of the first things that we talk about in that 15 minute manifest is something that I'm going to talk about here today as well. So number one, your first thing to do is to make a to-do list of three action items that will give you relief to check off. So when I sit down in the morning, I have to be really intentional around, I have a list of 75 things that I need to get done this week. What are the three things that matter most today and first? Because otherwise, I just feel overwhelmed by how long the list always is and that it never gets any shorter. And this is something I've actually worked with a number of clients on in the last year is having discernment around the list is always so long and it's always growing. How do we determine what are the things that we do first? And so I want you to create three action items for yourself that you can get done and check off that will give you relief. So this is not the necessarily the easiest items. A lot of times it's the most anxiety invoking items. For me, that's definitely the case. Do the things that cause the most anxiety first because they are such a relief to check off. Now, these three things might not take you 10 minutes. Doing the things might take you longer, but creating that list of these are the three things I'm going to do today, taking a few minutes to have some discernment around these are the three things I'm going to do. And this is how I'm going to feel when they're done. 
that's going to give you a sense of power that I'm saying yes to these three things at the exclusion oftentimes to, of 87 other things. But this is what will give me relief, give me a sense of power, keep me moving towards the things I want to be moving toward. And once we have those three things in play, it's often easier for us to shut down distractions because we are like, okay, it's go mode. When you can create that list of three things, you can often tune out other distractions because you know what you need to focus on and you know how great it's going to feel to get them done. When you're looking at a list of 87 things, we often pick the easy things or the kind of light and fluffy things. And then at the end of the day, we feel like we didn't really make progress because we didn't work on the things that really help us build traction or build momentum towards a goal or toward getting something bigger accomplished or meeting some sort of deadline or project goal or whatever it might be. So taking time. 10 minutes to really determine what are three things that I need to do that will give me relief to check off can be a great way to step into your power. Number two, this one is a little easier and lighter. Second thing is to text three people who you care about to tell them that you're thinking of them. So this could be people you're super close to, or it could be someone you have you're close to, but maybe haven't had communication within a while for whatever reason, like life just got busy. It could be someone that maybe you aren't super close to, but that you're just thinking of them. I actually had a friend, my friend Jen, just the other day, who I, in the last couple of years, we just haven't had our lives overlap as often as they used to. And she reached out to me just the other day, one morning, early one morning. She's like, hey, just thinking, I've just been thinking about you and wanted to see how you're doing. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so great. And you know what I did? I texted her back and I was like, hey, how are you? Like I said, here's like an update on me. So great to hear from you. How are you? How do you think that made her feel? Probably pretty good, right? So you're going to text three people to tell them that you're thinking of them. And it's a win-win because that person's going to feel seen and cared for. And they're likely going to get back to you and you're going to feel seen and cared for. So everybody wins. So can you take 10 minutes to text three people? It won't take 10 minutes, by the way, to text three people and just tell them that you're thinking of them. This is such a great way to step out of negativity, to step out of worry, to step out of things that might be distracting you or holding you back or just keeping you stuck in your own head, get you into thinking about someone else and get a little bit of a conversation going that can actually create a little bit of emotional momentum for you to get your day going. Number three is to read three to five pages from a favorite book or a comfort book. So a comfort book is maybe a book you've read a bunch of times, but it's always a good book for you to return to and hear again or read again um, when you're looking for inspiration. So this is something I talk a lot about in my 15-minute manifest is using reading in the morning for just a few pages, if, even if it's just a couple paragraphs, but just to get your mind in a good spot and get your mind in a good place. And borrowing from other people's inspiration is absolutely appropriate because when we read other people's words, it often stimulates our own ideas and our own thought processes. So one of the books that I've done this with many times now is Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes, because it is equal parts inspirational and hilarious and action oriented. So Year of Yes, if you're looking for a good place to start, Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes is a fantastic one. I've read it cover to cover. I've listened to the audiobook. I think I've listened to the audiobook more than I've read it at this point because she's so funny. She reads it herself. So a couple other suggestions in the 15-minute manifest, I give you a whole book list, but a couple other suggestions, anything by John Acuff, A-C-U-F-F. He writes books on goal setting, starting goals, finishing goals. We just read his book, Soundtracks, his most recent book, Soundtracks, Inside of Momentum Mamas for part of book club. It's so good. It's all about like managing the soundtracks in your head. So good. But his book, Finish, is actually my favorite book of his, and it is a phenomenal read on finishing, meeting goals, and how to finish things that you start. 
So anything by John Acuff, anything by Brene Brown, my two favorites from her being The Gifts of Imperfection and Daring Greatly. And again, listen, if you don't want to read, listen for a few minutes. And then another really great one that is a little bit more entrepreneurial, but I think also has really great stories. It's about damn time by Arlen Hamilton. It's a woman who started off living in the San Francisco airport because she did not have permanent housing. And she now is a multi multi-millionaire venture capitalist who funds women's invests in women's companies. And she's oh my gosh, she's just a phenomenal person. And her book is like, so inspiring, but also full of really dry humor, which I love. And then another one, which is a little less heard of, but a great one is Worth It by Britt Barron. And this is one that I read a couple of years ago. I've actually read it and listened to it and just really good read. It's one woman's story about coming out, being raised in a really conservative church and then realizing that she was gay and her process of coming out and being open with her partner, coming out with her partner. And now she's they're married and she has a great story. And she's also funny, dry, really inspiring. So yeah, those are some books to start with. So reading three to five pages from a book that's either a favorite book that you've read before, because that's a great way to like returning to comfort can be really helpful or a new book, like one of them that I just suggested, or maybe you have some on your nightstand that you, if you're like me and you order books, but you don't get around to reading them. So just reading a few pages and letting someone else's words help you guide you into your own knowing, into your own instincts, into your own like listening inward and really feeling fired up and fueled for the day. Number four is listening to your favorite music. I know that right now there's times when I get in the car to go places and I'm like, I cannot take in any content. I can't take in a book or a podcast. I don't want to hear like anything related to any news. I just need music to let my mind wander. And it is like medicinal for me. It is so it's medicinal. It's healing. So listening to your favorite music, whether that is while you're doing something else, while you're doing something maybe menial or tedious, while you're going for a walk, what or just like literally lay on the ground and listen to music. Like lay on your bedroom floor, lay on your bed, lay on the grass in your yard. I don't care. Just listen to some music or listen to music and dance. But letting again, just letting someone else's art into your sphere is always going to be beneficial. It's always going to, it's like, again, it's just like a little, it's like the medicine you didn't know you needed until you got it. And I think that happens so often when you turn on music and then you're like, oh, I didn't know I needed to hear that song. (laughs) This happened to me. I went to go running the other day and I went to a playlist that I always listen to, but I scrolled down a ways instead of starting at the top of the playlist. And I was like, oh my gosh, Pink's song, I Am Here. Oh, I was like, I haven't heard that in a while. I hit play as I was getting started on my run and I was like, oh my God, I did not know this is exactly the song I needed to hear right now. I was so excited about it. (laughs) It was just like the right moment, right time. And I felt so powerful and it, just fueled me for my entire workout. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly, Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue, and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him, and it was getting kind of like icky, and you know, like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches, and then they want to pick at it, and it was getting worse. And so Active Skin Repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship, and I got to put it to use immediately. And I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray. And the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body. 
but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. Number five is get away from everyone else and do nothing. (laughs) So if you are in your house and you are over your people, get away from them. Now, I want to acknowledge that like, you, not everyone has the privilege of being able to immediately get, get away from everyone in their household. But how can you get away or when can you plan to get away most immediately if you are needing space? So I know that when Vinny was teeny tiny little, when my husband would get home, I was just like, oh my gosh, like you are on, I am off, I can't. A good friend of mine talked about when her two kids were really little and her husband would get home, she would have to like go down to her basement and just sit in the dark. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to go to the basement and sit in the dark for like 15 minutes by myself <laughs> because just like the overstimulation from the day and being on as a mom with two little littles was just like more than by five o'clock. She was like, I'm so, so done. So how can you get away? When can you get away and do nothing? I have been using this one a lot since summer started and Vinny is just home more. Even with camps, he seems to be home more. <laughs> and and his camp days are shorter than his school days. And so I know that I am frequently in the afternoon, like mid to late afternoon, I'm like, I am taking Piper for a walk. <laughs> and for a while, Vinny was coming with me. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm going alone. <laughs> sometimes you're allowed, sometimes you're not. Sometimes I'm walking the dog alone. And that is like, just getting away, getting away from everyone else and not having to have a conversation or be annoyed or have chaos around or whatever the case may be. Number six is move your body and or stretch your body. 
So this is a really big one for me. I've talked about this so much on the podcast in different ways over the years. Moving your body doesn't need to be about breaking a sweat. It doesn't need to be about going hardcore. It doesn't need to be about burning calories. For me, moving my body is helps me process anxiety. I firmly believe that motion helps us process emotion. But I also think that when I'm moving my body, I'm not on my phone <laughs> and I'm not taking in input unless I'm listening to something that I've been really intentional about in that moment. So I've chosen and often if I'm working out, I'm not listening to like an intense podcast. I'm listening to something really light and fun or I'm listening to music or I'm listening to nothing. So moving your body that might be in the capacity of a traditional kind of a workout or it might be if you going for a walk for a few minutes, it might be doing some sun salutations, it might be doing some stretching, it might be doing 10 minutes of burpees, like whatever you want it to be, whatever's going to feel good to you. But it's not necessarily for the purpose of working out as much as it's for the purpose of bringing up energy, processing emotion. And this can be done in a really short amount of time. I actually did this in the airport recently, where I was really tired And I knew I needed to get some work done. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to do a little like airport movement. I felt ridiculous and I did not care. I was at the airport for eight unexpected hours. And so I was like, okay, like I'm going to do some pushups and some squats. And it wasn't for like, let me make sure I get my workout in today as much as it was for like, I need to get my energy up and my like inspirational juices flowing so that I can create some content. And I cannot do it sitting here drinking more coffee. Like the coffee was having like that, it was to the point of diminishing returns where it was making me more tired than more energized. So I did this like really quick workout at the airport, literally probably like eight minutes long, but it totally got my energy back up. I did that. I went and had some lunch and then I was like, okay, like I'm on, I can focus while my flight gets delayed and delayed and delayed as it did. And that really helped me get back into my power. Number seven, write a list of everything you have accomplished so far this week or this month or this year, big or small. So There's a lot of leeway in this one. You can determine what feels right for you in this or what makes the most sense. So I've done this in the context of like, at you know, 90 days into the year or at the end of, you know, at the halfway point in a year, looking back and like spending just 10 minutes doing a brain dump and like scrolling through my calendar and seeing like, what are the big things I've accomplished and getting excited with like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one thing and that other thing. And as you think of the big things, the small things start to come to your mind as well. So that can be really awesome. But you can also do that in smaller increments. And so I have done this on a daily basis for a long time. I'm not doing this as much right now. But for a long time, I would write down at the end of my day, what were all of my accomplishments. And a lot of times I was literally moving things from a to do list over to a done list for the sake of recognizing like, oh, you did this interview. Oh, you created this piece of content. Oh, you whatever had this fun moment with Vinny, whatever the wins were for that day so that I could own them and end the day feeling like I won the day. So where can you write down or how can you write down a list of everything you've accomplished in whatever time frame you want to set, whether it's today or in the last week or the last month or the last year, give yourself 10 minutes to brain dump. And I'm telling you, you can come up with so many things in 10 minutes. And when What's really great is you often look for those big rocks first where you're like, oh, I hit that really big goal or deadline or finish that project or whatever. But those small things actually become way more eye-opening 
after you get through the big things and then you're like, huh, what else? And then you're like, oh yeah, like in order to get that big thing done, I also had to do this other small thing. I also had to like, you know, reach out and have that uncomfortable conversation or I had to like, you know, position myself in a certain way to get what I wanted or I had to, you know, whatever the thing might be, do something that felt brave or courageous. And when you start to recognize those things and recall them and own them and honor them, all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I'm kind of a badass. And you remember your power. You remember the things that you're capable of doing. And that can be a really great way to set yourself up to own the day is by recognizing like these are the things I'm capable of. And so if you are looking to own the day, set that 10 minute timer and just start knocking off the things that you've done in the last whatever time frame you want to use and you will be blown away. Number eight is to write a list of the people that you love most and what you love about them. This one sounds a little cheesy, but it helps you get out of your own head around things that might be keeping you stuck in doubt or feeling overwhelmed or feeling bummed out or what have you. Write a list of the things that you love most about the people that you love the most. This is going to remind you that you are loved and that you're surrounded by love and that you have people in your life who consistently bring you joy. And you can choose. It could be your immediate family members. It could be the people in your household. Or you might be like, yeah, I'm sick of them. It's going to be like my five closest girlfriends. <laughs> or maybe it's other people in your extended family. Maybe it's your coworkers. Or you could like categorize this in any way you want or not categorize it at all. And just think of like the top five, first five people that come to mind. But write a list of the people that you love the most and what you love most about them. And it's just going to allow you to, again, feel connection, feel camaraderie, community, And it's probably, I mean, after you write that, you're probably going to want to reach out to those people. You could do number two and then text them and be like, hey, I was just thinking about you. And these are the things I love about you. And then they'll probably respond and be like, and these are the things I love about you. And you can all have a big love fest together. Number nine is to write three affirmations that are made up or stolen from the internet and then post them to your computer. So when I say steal from the internet, I don't always advise stealing things from the internet, but you can absolutely go online and find affirmations that work for you. Or you can, I have affirmations. So I'm going to give you the three that I have on my computer right now that some of them have been here for a long time. So I, since before selling my gym, while I was in the process of selling the gym, I stumbled upon a quote from Danielle Laporte that where a little truth bomb card that she had that said, make space for your future. And that has been on my computer ever since I have it actually posted on my wall as well. Vinny one time a few years ago saw, he sees that like the little inspirational things I have all over my office. So he wrote on a post-it note for me one time, be kind and helpful and you, and it has been on my computer ever since then. So it's one of my affirmations. And then another one I created for all of you a while ago, but it was as soon as I wrote it in some of our notes for an episode, I was like, oh, this is something I need to remind myself. So it's been on my computer ever since. It's a post-it note that says, I am a decision maker and action taker. So those are the three that I have on my computer right now. They've actually all been there for a very long time. You can borrow those. You can go Google affirmations. You can completely come up with your own. But if you write down three affirmations and you put them somewhere where you're going to see them regularly, I'm telling you, they will impact how you show up for the day and how you own the day. So put them on your computer, put them on your steering wheel, put them on your bathroom mirror, put them on your nightstand, like wherever you want to see things, do that. Number 10, the 10th thing I want you to do is to calendar three personal dates on your calendar with yourself in the next 30 or so days. So whether it's just a couple hours to yourself or a few days to yourself, I want you to schedule three times, not just one time, three times where you will take a personal date with yourself, whether that is 
going to a movie alone or whether it's going to take yourself to dinner or going shopping or going to a lake and reading a book or going away to a hotel for a few nights, three personal dates. And you can do them with girlfriends or whatever, but this isn't like planning a family vacation where you're like going to be in service to other people. This is really you giving back to yourself. So three personal dates on your calendar in the next 30 days. And then you have something to look forward to, right? This allows you to feel like you're owning your day, feel like you're owning your life, feel like you have things to look forward to, all really important when you're trying to stay in your power. And then bonus, last little bonus here, number 11, you're doing it right now. Listen to 10 minutes of your favorite podcast, The Shameless Mom Academy, or any other podcast that feel like they give you power, that feel like they remind you who you are, who you are becoming in the direction that you want to be going. So those are my 10 ways for you to own your day in 10 minutes or less. I want you to write these down so that you can remember them, so that you can return to them and use them. Got it? So quick review, number one is to make a to-do list of three action items that will give you relief to check off. Number two is to text three people to tell them that you're thinking about them. Number three is to read three to five pages from a favorite book or a new book for inspiration or listen on a, to an audiobook. Number four is to listen to your favorite music. Number five is to get away from everyone in your household. Number six is to move or stretch your body. Number seven is to write a list of everything you want to, you have accomplished so far this week, month, or year. Number eight is to write a list of the people you love most and what you love about them. Number nine is to write three affirmations and post them somewhere where you will see them regularly. Number 10 is to calendar three personal dates on your calendar in the next 30 days. And then number 11 is your bonus right here, listening to your favorite podcast for 10 minutes. So or go do those 10 things as you need to, as you want to use them as tools. And that will allow you to listen inward, to shut down distractions, to gain clarity around what you choose to let in and focus on for the day. And they will also remind you what is good in your life, what you are capable of, and what you have to look forward to. Thank you for being here. I will be back on Wednesday with a fantastic interview. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly.
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.